The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. First, though, uh, just last week, the Canadian Federation of, or earlier this week, I think it was, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business released its list of priorities that small business owners would like to see the federal government address in the throne speech. Well, given the tenuous situation many of those businesses are in, the CFIB was watching yesterday's announcement closely. Annie Dormuth is the Director of Provincial Affairs Alberta for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. She joins us now. Hey. Annie, welcome back to the show. Uh, always a great time to be on the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm guessing, uh, you know, sitting there listening to that yesterday from the CFIB um, vantage point, some good news, some some bad news, a, a bit of a mixed bag. You pretty much hit it, had it, had it, uh, <laughs> said it straight on there when it was definitely a mixed bag. Uh, definitely some really good news for small businesses in the form of immediate and continued uh, support during the pandemic here just of course because a lot of small businesses have yet not been able to reopen their doors and a lot of business owners are still very much struggling to return to normal sales that they saw prior to the pandemic so definitely uh, very good news to see the canadian emergency wage subsidy that has been extended until the summer of 2021 and also expanding the canadian emergency business account loan uh, which when we surveyed our members they said that that was one of the support measures um, that was most useful to their business. Yeah, and that SIBA, uh, the Canadian Emergency Business Account, that was an interest-free loan of up to $40,000 to cover some fixed costs and, and that sort of thing. Um, what about, um, it's, I think it's called SECRA, the, the rent assistance. I've heard a lot of, you know, just uh, that it, that program has been very difficult for, for a lot of uh, businesses. What have you heard on that front? Yeah, so absent from the throne speech was definitely any type of recognition or some type of indication that the government was willing to fix SECRA or, you know, reapply or redesign the program entirely. They did maybe indicate that the expansion of SEPA might be intended to cover those fixed costs. Mm. However, we don't have any details of what that expansion of SEPA will look like. The CFIB earlier had, earlier had called on the federal government to expand it to $60,000 and increase the forgivable portion of that loan to 50%. But if they are intending for SEPA to cover fixed costs such as rent, which is a major cost for small businesses, we'll be very anxious to see what that will look like. And if it fails to cover for rent, we will maybe look at recalling on a different type of rent relief program. A lot of small businesses still say that uh, rent relief is a critical missing piece of their economic recovery. Annie Dormuth joining us this afternoon. Uh, that list of priorities that uh, the CFIB released last week included re- um, preparing economic supports in case of a second wave and a solid economic recovery plan. You know, is that solid economic recovery plan there for you? When it comes to, you know, the immediate supports in terms of a second wave that the Prime Minister has already indicated that in some parts of the country we are already in that second wave, extending queues is definitely going to help in the economic recovery efforts. And uh, we really need to get more details on what the expansion of SIBO will look like to help businesses right now. And uh, as we have seen with SIBA, it has taken the government <laughs> some time, months to enact any type of changes or reforms to the program so whatever that they are planning to do really needs to be done now
Hey, Annie, um, when it comes to lending options, you know, for business, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing right now that's got to be a bit of a, a priority for a lot of them, just trying to figure out how they're going to make it to the end of the year or into next year. Um, what does that look like? And, and um, you, you know, on, on that front from the CFIB, what more needs to be done? Well, when we surveyed our members, a majority of them did say that their six-month outlook include scaling back their operations quite significantly with a plan to get back to normal in six months. We, there were still quite a few, around 10%, said that they would permanently scale back their operations. And, of course, Alberta leads the country in the amount of businesses that are at risk of closing with 19% or 1 in 5 small businesses right now considering closing so it's definitely very dire for small businesses right now and quite frankly we really have not seen a return to economic recovery return to normal sales has still been very low and quite stagnated uh in alberta here we even went down i think a couple weeks ago we had 23 percent of small businesses reporting a return to normal sales and uh just i believe earlier this week we released data that showed that number went down to eight percent so a five percent decrease which is really quite concerning alberta especially here in alberta small businesses are in a very vulnerable position we know that um, uh, the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit was a real lifeline for so many people over the past uh, number of months. We know that that is uh, being phased out by the end of this week and people will now be transitioned over uh, into the EI system. There is some concerns, um, you know, on, on behalf of the Federation about about the EI system and, and, and some changes to it. Can you expand on that? Yes, so um, the what we did not get clarification on in the throne speech was whether or not these changes to the EI system would be permanent. The self-employed do need pandemic su- support, but any type of EI coverage and, pay- and premiums for small businesses needs careful review and really in-depth consultation with small businesses. So we did not get any type of indication on that, which I think is still a big worry for a lot of small businesses. Although the some type of the EI programs or will be used for, for small businesses, especially the type of benefit that small businesses can access directly. Still, um, some concerns in some of the reforms, which include that benefits for up to 20, that you can collect benefits up to 20, 26 weeks after demonstrating only 120 hours of work over the past year. So, for example, a worker with three and a half weeks of total work. Uh, will now qualify for over $10,000 worth of benefits. And uh, considering that a lot of businesses have been, you know, struggling to get their workers to come back to work because of CERB, um, especially those in the hospitality industry may still have that, that struggle with these EI changes. One of the other things that uh, you had on uh, that, that, that wish list, that list of priorities was, um, you know, talking about it, it listed tax hikes and CPP, the federal carbon tax, and uh, you didn't hear much about that either. Unfortunately, no. Uh, one of the things that we've been calling on all governments to consider when they when they are rethinking their budgets and planning accordingly is basically do a do no harm principle to small businesses. Chiefly among those is, of course, no tax increases, both you know municipally, federally, and provincially. Uh, the federal government did not uh, announce any plans to stop you know the carbon tax increase or even future CPP hikes, which is really just a, an additional cost of the time where small businesses can't stomach it. 
All right, it's Annie Dormuth joining us this afternoon. Anything else that, uh, that we might have missed uh, in our conversation this afternoon? And I guess, you know, maybe you could leave us with some thoughts about, you know, moving forward as we, as we head out of summer into fall and into the winter. Yes, as we head into the fall and winter months here, as we have seen, uh, small business recovery is definitely going to be a long and slow process. And, uh, you know, governments can really start taking action right now, as well as, you know, I, I call on all Albertans as well to t you know take part in uh in the economic recovery efforts by thinking small business every day and just <laughs> simply you know support your local businesses when you can or you know maybe look at buying your next loaf of bread from your local bakery or your next cup of coffee from a from a small business uh coffee shop and all of that really does help support small businesses right now at a time where they need our support more than ever annie always great to talk with you i appreciate your time today of course anytime yeah, you betcha, Annie Dormuth from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. And we know so many of you uh, listening. I mean, this has been your lifeline and uh, it has been a real challenge for, for so many. And we know that uh, some people, uh, well, so many people, everybody seems to be, have been fighting just so hard to stay alive. And um, and, and, then, and then this year, you know, this Christmas is going to be another um, shop local Christmas uh, in, in our family. It was last year, and I'm uh, going to plan on, on doing it again, or shop small business for sure. So many great uh, small businesses, local businesses uh, in the community that uh, also give back in a, in a really big way. So, you know, um, those ones who are struggling to survive, uh, I'm going to throw uh, a bit of cash that way this year. Do you have, who, which one's yours? Who's your favorite, you know, local business?